Welcome to Daring to Be Happy with Leela B, the podcast that invites you to show up, play big, be courageous, and inspire you that through meditation you can find peace and live happy. To me too, or not to me too? That's been the question that's been running through my mind all week. And it's been amazing to watch the conversation come to light and be told as a result of a single hashtag by millions of women across the world, each in their own unique way, with their own unique experiences. By millions of women and men across the world, each in their own unique way, with their own unique experiences. And I don't think it's wise to judge whose story is more worse than someone else's. And I don't think it's wise to then demand these women share any more details than what they've already shared. It's of no importance to compare these experiences, to rank or rate the severity of each experience. Because the fact is any level of sexual harassment or abuse is too much. What is important is that these women have had the courage to speak up and that collectively we have seen the extent of the problem across cultures, across race and across economic boundaries. Which leads me to wonder if I am part of this club. One in three women have been sexually abused. One in three. Thankfully, I can very comfortably say that I have not. That's a privilege that I don't take for granted. But I have two sisters, which means the odds are stacked against one of them. And that's terrifying to me because it's never even occurred to me before now to talk about this with either of them. Harassment, on the other hand, Well, I'd be surprised if you could find a woman or girl who doesn't know what it feels like to be stared at, called out to, patted, pinched, brushed up against or groped. Have I experienced harassment? For that, I can definitely say, me too. And I've never understood why men call out at women as they are minding their own business, just simply walking down the street, I've never really understood what they expect to get out of that. Do they honestly think I'm going to cross the street towards them and let them have me right there and then? These days, it doesn't happen so often. Maybe I'm not as cute as I used to be. Maybe the tradies have tidied up their act a bit. Certainly having worked amongst a fair few tradies and contractors over the last year while working on the roads doing traffic management, I'm happy to report I've been treated with nothing but respect. Although perhaps catcalling is simply too old-fashioned these days. Because instead, I now get the pleasure of having explicitly inappropriate things messaged to me on Tinder. And I wonder the same thing. Do guys really expect that to work? This week, I even had a pornographic gif sent to my business page on Facebook. It was utterly delightful. Next comes harassment within the workplace. 
which is what started this entire Me Too movement. From the actions of a powerful Hollywood director with what sounds like practically every woman he's ever encountered at work. And this was a really hazy area for me. Have I experienced harassment while at work? I've worked in a lot of jobs in a lot of places around the world. And for now, only one event keeps springing to mind. And it wasn't a big thing. In fact, before this week of Me Too's, I probably would have disregarded it altogether. It made me question whether it was bad enough to qualify. But here's what I remember. It was bad enough that it left me feeling angry. It was bad enough that I told my girlfriends about it. And it was bad enough that it left an icky feeling in my gut. And that's as bad as it needs to be. It's that icky, uncomfortable feeling in your gut that tells you all that you need to know. No one else gets to pass judgment on it if you are experiencing that. That is your personal barometer of what you know to be right and true. And while it's commonly accepted that these actions can do damage, these words that we experience, that we receive, that are said to us, can do as much damage, especially to young minds. But especially when that same message is sent to us over and over again. And our experience of the world around us through these words and actions of others shape how we view ourselves and who we believe we are. When I teach meditation, we refer to these as grooves. So imagine the truest version of you is the very center of a music record, an old-fashioned but very much back in new fashion record. When we're born, this record is empty. It's completely blank. It's like it hasn't been printed with music yet. All we know is our truest self. We are completely connected to the source of all things. We don't think, we don't worry about the past or the future. We are simply our natural essence. Going back to episode 15, we are that part of ourselves that is left if we were to wipe out our past and our story. But as we grow into the world, each experience and event becomes the grooves that go around and around that record, which has the effect that as the more grooves are added, we become separated from the center and move further away from knowing and remembering our truest selves. We forget how to express ourselves, we hide parts of ourselves away based on the belief that others won't like them, that it's not appropriate to express ourselves in certain ways, and for fear of what others may think or say about us. In the context of Me Too, it influences how we dress, how we want to dress, how we feel when we dress in a certain way, what we think of others who dress in a certain way that's maybe different to us, and how we behave in certain situations, at work or at play, in order for us to stay safe. And I want to read the words from a post that I've just read on Instagram by a woman named Madison, and she took a picture of herself, a selfie of her looking in the mirror this morning. And she said, 
In response to this Me Too campaign that has spread across the interwebs, I dressed this morning in a way that makes me feel cute yet comfortable. I often joke about having a mum style, as these large sweaters are a key staple in my fall winter style. Today, however, I realise that I dress like this not only because it's warm and comfy, but also makes me feel safe. The sweater long enough to cover my back, the neckline high enough to cover any cleavage I don't have. After years of being harassed on my walk to work, of having strangers think they can grab me without my permission, of co-workers telling me I am a danger to the workplace because my body is a distraction. It's just easier for me to cover my body to cover myself. When I do choose to dress up and show off my body in any way, the first sign of harassment immediately puts me back into discomfort, wishing again for a sweater to cover me. How much of who I am is shaped by my our experience as woman in this society. And because of all these experiences of abuse and harassment, it stifles our natural sexuality as women. It stifles our ability to express ourselves fully and to be seen. It diminishes our power. It makes us feel small. It makes us hide. It makes us afraid to speak up and we lose our voice. I didn't think this was something I would share today. I didn't think I had enough experience about the subject to be worthy of commenting about it so publicly. But I'm just immensely proud and overwhelmed of all the women and men who have had the courage this week to take back their power, to voice their truth, to share their stories and support and love one another unconditionally. We talk a lot within the context of meditation and mindfulness about letting things go. I remember hearing that over and over again and getting really pissed off because everybody seemed to talk about it but no one could give me concrete practical step-by-step -step instructions on how to let things go. <laughs> and I kind of feel like I've figured it out now. I've experienced both physical and mental emotional release that comes from letting things go. Now I'm one of those annoying people who can't really tell you how, except for this. It's the meditation. The meditation made me do it. Why am I mentioning this? Because as empowering and freeing as letting go is, it doesn't mean that you have to stay silent either. Sometimes you need to speak your truth. Like so many people have done this week. Just make sure you have no attachment to how your truth will be received. Don't have any expectation of how others will respond. So speak your truth. It's yours to speak, not anybody else's. Just let go of what happens next. So here's my truth today. Whether you're a man or a woman, whether you have experienced sexual abuse or harassment or not, the world should be a safe place for each of us to be able to express ourselves fully and in truth, without the risk of our physical bodies being threatened in any way. Don't be afraid of getting it wrong. The truth is, if you're speaking your truth, if it's coming from the center of your heart, the center of that record, you can't get it wrong. Maybe I've missed something in all this. Maybe I've offended someone by something I've said here today. Maybe I'll get hate mail 
Maybe I'll get love notes. Maybe I'll get another disgusting gif sent my way. I don't say any of this to please or displease anybody else. I say it because in this moment, it is what is there for me to say. Like I said earlier, I didn't plan on talking about this today. I don't care what anybody else thinks. I don't care if nobody listens to this episode. Maybe this Me Too movement will make a huge difference. Maybe it won't. Maybe it's opening up the collective consciousness to a new way of being and behaving of what's acceptable and of what's not. Maybe I'll get whistled at tomorrow as I walk down a Bali street in my bikini top. Maybe as a result of this conversation, I'll feel empowered enough that I want to walk down the street in a bikini top. Maybe I'll meditate on it first though. Maybe I'll wear whatever's comfortable. Maybe I'll wear whatever's practical. My love to all of you who are listening to this episode. My even bigger and more infinite love to all the women and men who have been sexually harassed or assaulted, whether you've had the courage to write me too or not. We hear you and we are here for you. I dedicate this episode to you and send you my courage so that you may show up, play big, speak your truth, so that you can find peace and live happy.